Hello and welcome to another in our series of player interviews here with players from the Interrealms SMP series. Today I'm joined by a fellow member of the Ocean Clan, Notice Me Swing Pie. Sweeney, welcome to your player interview. Thank you for having me. I feel uh, pretty honored. It's my own player interview. That sounds really fancy. It's just you and me here, my friend, just you and me. So no one else is here. So you feel free to let out all those secrets. Uh, sure, I'll try to. <laughs> uh, and not try to let out the other secrets, but I don't want to. <laughs> Fair enough. So why don't you start off uh, just by telling everyone about yourself? Well, as you know, notice me, Swim Pie. Please notice me. I am your Swim Pie. Um, that is my name, and uh, I am a member of the Ocean Clan on the Interrealm server. I uh, live, or I come from South Africa. I live in South Africa still. And uh, I only signed up to Interrealms in 2022, in the beginning of this year. And we're very, very happy to have uh, met you and obviously have welcomed you onto the server. It's been a fantastic addition. But before we jump into Interrealms, how did you actually get into Minecraft? Why Minecraft? Well, Minecraft used to be actually that game. And I think for a lot of people, it's the same. You look at it and you're like, why are, why are people playing this? This looks <laughs> so bad it's just a block game graphics are generally not that great you know if you, if, especially if you look at back in the day when there were no shaders right mm -hmm. and uh that was uh, the same for me i uh, saw some friends play minecraft and they uh, kept on pestering me to play it with them and i like i don't understand why you would want to play this game back then games to me was like action based shooting based those types of things you play it you have a goal and you try to achieve that goal and Minecraft felt like it's this simulation world that doesn't look good. So why would I want to play in a simulation world like that? Uh, I could go be playing Sims that has more goal-orientated things. But uh, so I gave it a try. I played with my friends. I We played a few, few days. And uh, I didn't play it after that for a long time. And what got me back into Minecraft was Redstone. I got, really? for some reason, I got hooked. I got sunk into the Redstone world of Minecraft. And I thought to myself, I was watching a Mumbo Jumbo video. It's my favorite uh, Hermitcrafter. Uh, I, I watched him before I knew Hermitcraft was a thing, surprisingly. And I was on there. And I, for some reason, I can't remember the first video I watched specifically. But I watched it and I was looking at these guys playing Minecraft. And I was like, wait, this machine... You can build this block by block in a game like this, and it does this? I'm <laughs> like, wow, that's fascinating. And I think it was just during a time in my life where science became more important to me, uh, figuring out how things work, figuring out how to make things your, by yourself, uh, discovering new ways to uh, do a specific task, right, and more and more efficiently. And yeah, I got locked in. And when I got locked in, I kept on watching more and more and more. And I got introduced to Hermitcraft. And I guess that's where it all began. And then I wanted to kind of like imitate some of the similar things and make it for myself. So sort of how long ago was that when you sort of got right back into it and was passionate about it? I would say four to five years ago, I think, was the thing. It wasn't too... I would say when I started out, I wasn't because I want I don't usually play Minecraft by myself very often. 
I've never really played uh, a solo world, to be fair. I've, I've tried things out, but I've never really uh, just started the survival game and played by myself. I've only ever tried to play it with other people. And I logged onto a server. It was a South African server at the time. And uh, that was like, oh, I want to try and playing Minecraft again. And I got into that world and like, oh, I've seen all these great builds. and I want to make an industrial district. That was the biggest word of the year for me, industrial. And uh, I started making this huge, uh, what is a nuclear tower, <laughs> you know, <those laughs> nuclear <laughs> yep. power plants, reactors. And I made that. And on the server, it was uh, uh, given to you that you can actually have spawners and you can buy them. And you can use these spawners then to make farms on your own. You can place the spawners down and you can make it. And I know, I remember I had a blaze spawner inside the new <laughs> nice. I wanted to make it look really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And I tried to figure out the mechanics of how they fall. How can I kill them? How can I farm them properly? And I built this whole area and I really, really loved it. And then I was like, there was this beautiful competition on that server. And the, and, and the competition was about you have to build an arena. And every week an arena gets built. And the following week, uh, there's an event that's uh, being played inside of this arena. I'm like, whoa, what if I make a really cool arena? Because one of my favorite games growing up was called Unreal Tournament. It was mm -hmm. one of my favorite games. Um, yep. And, and as, as a lot of people would know, right? It's a really yep. good game. And uh, I, was, I was in love with one of the Unreal Tournament maps called Gale. It's this really uh, 1v1 kind of small map where you start on either side of this kind of like circular uh, stadium structure and you fight each other uh, in a last man standing match and you have to kill each other at least 10 times and the one that lasts longest is the winner. And I wanted to recreate the same type of environment in Minecraft. And I was like, but how do I do that? It's like, I need a lot of redstone. And on the server, it was uh, capable for you to uh, teleport items within a hopper to a specific dispenser or a dropper. Wow. And you could link up these two things together. So I was like, whoa, what if I, you know, put the items in a chest, you know, after they fight the match and then it, it, it takes it to the, the dropper. And if you walk over the pressure plate inside of the arena, because you have to go in without any armor, then you get that item automatically dispensed on top of you. Right? Oh, nice. So, yeah, I made that whole arena and it was such a fun place. And unfortunately, what happened was the event uh had to be canceled due to some uh sort of uh server issue mm. and uh people only came to play it a little bit like later on i had a i i went up to look up mamba's uh, three three uh space piston door yep i recreated that as well to make an entry you know into the arena once you're in there you can't get back out and uh, if you die you know you automatically lose and all of the stuff the gear that you pulled up you get automatically teleported back afterwards. There's a teleporting pad that you can go onto. You get teleported back, put your stuff in the chest, and the chest will then reallocate that back to the arena, and you can restart again. So that was one of my biggest um, achievements back then. And from there, I was like, but I want to try and do this vanilla. Hmm. And uh, yeah, that's when I started really getting invested into Minecraft. I would so say three years ago. So would you classify yourself as a technical player or a builder or sort of like, where do you sort of uh, see when yourself? When I started forming? out, yeah, when I started out, I feel like I was definitely drawn by the technical side of Minecraft. It offered me something that I felt like the other game could, and it gave me such a challenge and such a uh, inspiration to continuously play the game. 
because before I, I really didn't care for playing Minecraft. I wasn't really a big builder. Uh, and I didn't really know much about the game at the time. Back then, there wasn't even the aquatic update, right? right. And uh, the, the world looked a little bit more boring than it is today. Uh, and and as I've, I felt over the years, it grow as, as the Nether update came out. I actually, sp I actually really started playing Minecraft after the Nether update. Um, and then after last year's update came out, I was like, wow, okay, there's so many good new things in this game. And I'm actually inspired to build more, um, right. especially getting into when Green Conum came on to Hermitcraft. That year when Green came on to Hermitcraft and him and Mumbo's uh, kind of like bond over Hermitcraft has grown, that was my biggest inspiration for playing Minecraft. And uh, also my biggest inspiration for starting actually trying building out and enjoying building as well as um, the technical side of Minecraft too. So would you say then it's sort of like a combination of the building and the technical that's really drawn Minecraft to you to now be your favorite game, like your main game that you play? 100%. I think the combination is very prominent now. I would say a year and a half ago, uh, no. I was more drawn to the technical side. Uh, okay, maybe two years ago. But like, yeah, I think now, definitely as I'm speaking, as where I am at the moment, it's both sides that's really getting me super invested into the game beyond what I was before. Awesome. So that's Minecraft then. And obviously you've, you've discussed how you got into it and what you've fallen in love with it about. Why then move into the world of content creation with it? I I I always used to think of Minecraft as a platform where you could live out your creativity, right? And I wanted to, uh, for those who don't know, well, I haven't mentioned it yet, but I am a teacher. That is my uh, real-time job. And um, I wanted to make, in my life, an impact on people in some sort of way. I originally thought that I never wanted to be a teacher before, but when I did decide to try teaching out, I thought that, okay, this is a great way to make an impact on, you know, young minds and, and help them grow into amazing people and, and they, you know, achieve their dreams. And I got to a point where like, I don't feel like I can make a big enough impact here. I want to make a bigger impact. I want to be able to say that, you know, I want to live my dream and I want to inspire others to live their dream. And, uh, I was like, oh, my content creation is my dream. It feels like when I watch a YouTube video, it's like, I don't, I don't like jobs. I don't like working for people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like they always abuse your, your goodness. They always abuse you. They don't think you, they think of you as a number. That's my, my whole gist of companies and those types of things. And I want to get out of it. And I want to show other people that they don't have to go through the same type of uh, thing in life as well. You don't have to follow uh like a sheep um trying to do and there's nothing wrong if you like that if, if, it's, if it's your dream to be in that job that you are great that's you but if you feel like your nine to five is just killing you day by day every day and you're bound by society to, to kind of fill a role i'd like to try and inspire you to say i don't need this there are other ways out there and so many other people have proven that and that's kind of what i thought about content creation i think that is the ideal place to do so and i also think that if you're looking into the future and i'm sorry if i'm going on a tangent a bit here but no, you're right if you're looking into the future 
you know, if robots are going to be complained about taking over your job, I don't think a robot can take over content creation. <laughs> this is true. Right? Uh, if, 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 if your, if your future is about all of the laboring jobs, for example, gets taken over by a robot or whatever, uh, content creation or creative jobs is where humans will then of course be flourishing. And I think, um, you need to adapt with the times. If everything's going online, that's the best place to be then to try and find your dream. And I guess this is just my dream. The way that I think I could make the biggest impact and Minecraft is the game the one game i could never get bored of because of how easy it is to be creative with anything you can think of um on the platform there's no other game that really offers it at this moment um so yeah that's that's the main reason and how long have you been making content for yo oh, i've tried making content before <clears throat> i am a bit of a perfectionist uh, when it comes to content uh, and sometimes that's a really bad thing, right? It can it can ward you off of making those things. So I've tried making content only since really last year. I have been a streamer last year. <clears throat> it didn't really work up to where I wanted it to be within the year that I set out for myself. And I tried to make content. I was playing Grounded, for example. I tried to make some Minecraft content as well. You'll still find some of the earliest videos on my channel. But um, I've only really been making good content, in my opinion, from this year. Yeah, right. So if you, with that in mind then, if you could go back to when it all started for you with the content and do something differently, what would you do? And I think, I think that's a great question. I think uh, a lot of people have a similar answer. Tell yourself to just do it. Just start it now. Do not care about making it perfect, um, especially when you're not exposed. A lot of the times your product, the, the content that you're making, is really good. It's just not in, in front of enough eyes. And um, you can only get there if you keep on making content. You know, Play the YouTube algorithm, get on social media, get involved with things. You just need to do it. You don't have to have a perfect product. And we can see it with a lot of people out there that have big channels and, and have a bigger reach. Their product's not perfect, but they're working on it. And that's kind of like the human journey. And I think a lot of humans uh, can relate to that. And yeah, just start, start now. Stop putting it off. Stop saying that you need to make, make it more perfect. It'll come over time. Get the product out there. It's good enough. If it's good enough, it's good to go. So is that, would that be your number one piece of advice for someone that's just listening to this thinking, oh, you know, I've been watching Sweeney's videos and I quite like them and I'd like to give it a go. Would that be your number one bit of advice? Just do it? Just, just go for it. If you have an idea, try to make it work. You're not going to be perfect. When I started with my first video in the beginning of this year, I really wanted to make a cinematic video. Uh, I got a lot of inspiration watching Hermitcraft and Raindog and some other animation pieces. And um, I really wanted to recreate something similar, right? And my first video was a decent enough for me, but it wasn't the perfect thing that I thought went in my brain, right? Like I couldn't, I wasn't able to do it. I didn't have the skills to do it back then. But you learn the skills really fast by doing it. So um, I've, I've, I've put off my dream for so many years. 
uh, I've had the dream to be a, a content creator since I was uh, at least like 23 years old, 24 years old. And I'm hitting 30 now. <laughs> so <laughs> I've only started now to try and actually do something about it. And I wish I just tried it earlier, right? Um, I don't regret that I've waited so long. I don't regret that all of the things I've watched and try to improve myself on. I've done my own Photoshopping. I've done uh, my own editing stuff before to try and practice it before I put out a product. But I feel like I could have had a way bigger audience by now if I started earlier, even though my product was not as good as it is today. And that's fair. You mentioned your first video there. Uh, you said it wasn't as good as what you had envisaged. I can tell you that episode of yours absolutely blew me away, your episode one. Um, and you've only gotten better. It, it's just, it's both inspirational and amazing to watch at the same time that something that you start off going, man, this is good. And then every episode, it just gets better and better. Does it, do you find yourself challenged on how you're going to make the next one better than the last? I do. I do find myself challenging myself to find a something that I wanted to do. Uh, a lot of the ideas that I'm actually putting into my episodes now are ideas that I've had for years. And I'm not lying about this. Like, I've for years, I wanted to do a fighting scene. And as epic as I wanted in my mind, I wanted to be produced onto the screen. And with my latest episodes, episode six of the Interrealms, uh, I finally get to find a spot where I can, oh, wow. There's actually a fight happening. I can turn this into a fighting scene and really try it out because there was no content before for me to try it out, right? So I have a lot of ideas that I've wanted to do, a lot of movies that I've watched, a lot of inspiration I've gathered from watching other people's videos. But now, finally, when those moments arrive, it's like, ah, oh, I can use this idea here. Oh, I can use this idea there, right? So definitely keep track of your ideas in the past because you never know when they'll become useful in the future. Uh, and I have, you know, you should see my uh, my sticky note list on my computer. It's just, <laughs> I've got seven different sticky notes and I have to scroll on each of them. So <laughs> they're, they're filled with ideas and filled with things that I, I always want to remind myself uh, to do into the future, right? So when you have an idea, write it down, definitely find a way to, to make it a habit because you never know when you're going to need them. And that's kind of what happened. The first episode was like, oh, I've always wanted to do this type of scene with this type of music. And sometimes I just think of something on the week and I wanted to implement it. And I want to say, what can I do to myself that pushed, can push me to make it better this time compared to last time? And um, the, the biggest thing for me is I've learned from the first episode, this is really good. That makes me more efficient in editing. This is really making it better for me reuse this skill that I just learned to do in the next episode. And uh, with my fourth episode, sorry, my fifth episode, I had a, a whole David, uh, a David Attenborough uh, <laughs> that was, scene. That uh, was so well done. Yeah. And, and I never thought that that would be able, I always thought that I would need to narrate it myself in his voice. And then someone gave this, uh, it was Minor Thoughts in the Interrealms, he gave this website like, and he, he did a little uh, uh, example of David Attenborough. I'm like, wait a minute, I could use this for my episode. And so you learn a new skill from listening to other people, watching what they do, taking notes of, oh, okay, he used this type of thing in his thumbnail or he used this type of scene in his, his video. 
how can I reproduce that and make it my own? And uh, yeah, you just keep improving every time you edit. So that's what I'm trying to do. I don't think I can always keep it up. Uh, I am fully aware and kind of like afraid of pressuring myself too much to make every episode the best. And um, and a good example of that is Mambo Jumbo, who had going through a hiatus in the early parts of this year because of the same fact that he full, felt that he pushed himself too hard and pressured himself too much and didn't enjoy the journey as much as uh, thinking of it as too much of a job and too much of pressure going on. And I'm trying to be conscious of that. I do not want to burn out. So I need to enjoy my journey. And the moment it starts to be more tedious for me, I should understand, listen, I've done enough. It's good to go. You can try and improve on it next time again. And I think that's a very um, good piece of advice too for other content creators that might be listening is burnout's real. And definitely yeah, keep it in mind and, and work within your limits. And remember, it's got to be fun too. You can't, it's not all work, work, work. You got to enjoy the process. Yeah, if you want content creation to be a dream job, you need to actually feel like it's a dream. It needs to be fun being inside of it and doing the content. Uh, if it's not, then you need to try and think about how can I change this to make it more fun again for myself? How can I take the pressure off? And that's at least my opinion. Yeah, very much so. So obviously you're here on the Interrealms podcast. So that means you're a member of Interrealms. And this is a question that's actually come through, well, one of the questions that's come through from quite a number of fans, actually, of Interrealms is, why did you choose to be part of Interrealms? And how did you become part of Interrealms? Uh, why did I choose to become of Interrealms? Now, Charles, you would know that very well, because <laughs> you and I had this conversation together. So you approached me. Um, uh, at some point in time, I actually found you through Joush, right? So I was watching, I was going on to Twitch just after a stream. I was looking at some other Minecrafters and I saw Joush Lander. I saw him on the Spudetti channel, um, uh, him, him doing some of the competitions. And I was like, oh, I'm going to check it out because he was actually self-promoting himself there. I was like, I want to be part of these communities a bit more, really engage with other people around Minecraft and improve myself. Went onto his stream and he raided you straight after he, he finished his stream. And uh, I really enjoyed your stream. I enjoyed your jokes. Uh, it was a lot of fun to be there. Uh, just the vibe there was really amazing. And you're like, oh, guys, we got this SMP we're playing on. You know, if people want to join in, you definitely have to, for the next season, it's coming up. So definitely try to apply for it. It's like, okay, I'll uh, look about it. I've always wanted to be on SMP, you know, Hermitcraft dreams you know, hashtag let's <laughs> yeah. go yeah but um and then i was looking into a, a, lo a lot of other smps as well um a few that uh was really lucrative and the community looked really amazing but then i had this conversation with you and uh, <laughs> you you shared your vision and your mission for your brand your smp right what is it that you want and the biggest thing to me was like how does it set us apart from any other smp and when you mentioned the clans and you mentioned how you want to achieve it and you showed me your passion for your own game and for your own smp something that i often feel like a lot of other smps that start like ah let's just bring a bunch of friends and see what happens whoop de doo i don't want to waste my time right I, I really want to take my content creation seriously. And if I'm going to be spending time on making content 
for SMP content, which, uh, you know, to be honest, is really hard to get into. It's very saturated and very hard to get noticed. Then I need to make it a place where I know and I can feel like the vision is there. And uh, I have a lot of hope for this place. And it could really benefit me in the long term. And uh, after we had a discussion and you, and you showed me your passion, I like, you know what? I could give this an honest try. I really think I'll try it. Because there was a point in time I didn't want to. I thought like, no, it's going to be too much for me to handle. And I, I'm better off just making my own content to begin with. But uh, definitely no regrets. Definitely no regrets. I'm glad to hear that. And I do remember a lot of those conversations that you and I had about, um, you know, not wasting time and those sort of things. And yeah. I think that's something that every creator also has to keep in mind is, you know, what you do has to always lead at the end of the day to what is going to work for you and what's going to end up being the best for you. So I was, I was actually really glad that you were saying that to me because it was saying to me that, well, here's a guy that's actually thinking about it. He's taking it as seriously as I am. And, um, you know, obviously I'd watch, I think you're an amazing streamer and you're a loss to the streaming world because you're not streaming currently. Um, and I knew straight away just your personality and all the, the way you conducted yourself, you would have been such a great fit for our, you know, our little family, our little group. So I was personally overjoyed when you submitted that application. I was like, yes, <laughs> now I just need the others to approve him to join. <laughs> yeah. I was actually looking at the other SMP. Uh, I don't want to mention the name, but a uh, very good SMP as well. And the people, I still watch them sometimes on Twitch. Um, but I was looking at them as like, this would be a great place to also enter because these people are really nice and they really help each other and they seem organized. And then when I saw the next week's like, oh, they added two new people. And it's like, okay, well, they're, they're just adding people. Like, is there even, you know, uh, something, some a con a consistency there? Um, you know, how, how does it basically go and, and, and do they have a vision for it? And uh, I asked them in the stream, listen, do you have a vision for this? What is, what is it you're kind of like going for here? And like, no, you know what? We're just trying to put it all together. We're just seeing how it goes. And we, we meet a lot of people. You know, their biggest, their biggest marketing sell was like, listen, we just want to make friends. And I'm like, I'm all, I'm all for friends. But I really want to take my content creation seriously. And I need a little more than that. So, uh, yeah, and that's how I got here. I also needed someone external to help me because I, I lack motivation a lot. Right. And uh, an external person, like when you meet someone, you and I have become friends over this short time already. Very much in my so. Opinion. One, of, one of my best friends already. Aww. And I've be and I've become really good friends with a lot of the other inter-realmers as well. And um, it's just... When you grow that bond, you know, you really feed off of each other, trying to help each other. Because we're not in this for ourselves. A lot of people start up an SMP to try and get a benefit from it for themselves. A lot of people use it as a stepping stone. And I get that. If that's your style, go for it. Uh, uh, you know, you know what you need in your in that time that you got it. But for me, I needed, I needed more. I needed some people that can walk the journey with me because I can't walk it alone. And I knew I couldn't walk it alone because I couldn't walk it alone for seven years. So when I started this year, like I said, no regrets because I have been enjoying this journey so much and uh, being able to do it with you guys, it's just the biggest blessing at the moment. I can relate to that, not doing it alone because I get in, I think I've said it before, 
your videos inspire me to try and make my content better as well. And as you, you're exactly right, I think of you as a good friend as well. And it just, those bonds, you're stronger together. That's the best thing I can say. You know, I've been in on InterRealm since day one. (laughs) (laughs) We ape, we strong. (laughs) But it's true though. Like it's, it's, it is. It's, and it's nice to see the growth together as well. That's, that's for me is since day one of InterRealms, growing together has always been the vision that I had for it. And um, yeah, I'm glad that uh, to find other like minded people that, that feel that passion as well. But you've been on Interrealms now since January, I think we started. So a few months. What's your yeah. favorite moment so far from the server? <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, if you watch my videos, you know that I have these great things called captain's logs. <laughs> uh, it's basically a recording of everything we have do behind the scenes. Because I'm really focused on a cinematic style with my videos. So what happens is compared to normal SMP style, you don't often get the chance to show all of the behind the scenes things or the funny moments that happen. And I was like, but I don't want to lose that. So the captain's logs, I try to consciously think about like, this is probably a way I can include these moments for the fun of it, you know, uh, behind the scenes. And I feel like every week I get a new favorite moment. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think there's one one specific moment I could pinpoint and say that was my favorite moment. I really feel like we make favorite moments all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps on growing. So yeah. If you if you want to know my favorite moments, it's that week's captain's log. That's <laughs> Very nice answer, that one. Yeah. And I've got to say, when you um, when the three of us from Ocean Clan get together. So oh, yourself, um, yourself, myself, and Naku, you know, we might get on to record for five minutes, but we're online for like three hours, and usually you were yes. all rolling around in tears and laughs and jokes, and it's just great. Yeah. <laughs> if there yeah. is a moment that I could pinpoint that was the longest favorite moment for me, it was definitely uh, the yeet ceremony, <laughs> and uh, specifically you yeeting me off into that hole. And then you guys just crying at my demise. That was one of my favorite ones. I, uh, as much as I was surprised and terrified by the drop, like you would know because I was uh, swearing <laughs> during that whole ordeal. I was yep. like, I was so taken aback by that. I did not expect that, but that it was, was hilarious. It was so. just a simple, encouraging tap on the back. And yeah, what happened after that was all yeah. you, mate. Yeah, it was all me, and then everything that came out of me was all me as well. So, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's now evolved into that was, a pig, that was but... one of my favorite moments for a long time, for sure. Yeah, it was, that was a classic, I will admit. So, obviously, you're here now for what we're planning for a long season. Do you have a personal challenge that you'd like to see out for this season? Uh, I have quite a few, to be fair. Uh, I think the biggest one is to really get a grip on improving my skills as an editor and as a content creator, right? I think that's the biggest issue. And when I started out the season, I told you this uh, ahead of time. I know that making SMP content when I have no community yet is not going to benefit me at all. It's uh, anyway. If you go on Twitter, you'll see a lot of the smaller creators say the same. We could be creating evergreen content, but we're making SMP content, but nobody watches. It's like, why do we do this? It's because the passion's there, right? The story that you want to tell is there, and, and there's not a lot of people that's going to listen to that story until much, much later. But I wanted to be prepared for the day that I want to make that story come forward, right, and be able to deliver a really good product on it. So. 
Yes, it's to yeah. definitely improve my skill in making content and getting to a place where I'm satisfied with with uh, all of the content that I'm producing. Uh, I really want to become more efficient so that I can make these videos more faster, for example. I really want to explore my creative side, uh, and I feel like I've done so at least uh, every episode, that I really get to dig into my brain, and then, ah, I can put you out for the world to see. And um, inside Interrealms, I have a lot of uh, passionate builds that I want to make, and I want to kind of like make an impact on. I'm a big advocate for solar punk and um, uh, uh, renewable energy. The future should be green and bright and not dystopian uh, like a lot of uh, other type of future uh, depictions uh, would show. So I want to kind of get that environmental message out there. And um, that's kind of one of the uh, behind the scenes goals is like, I want to bring a bit more consciousness to this. And I kind of want to show that it is really beautiful to think about it that way. I got really inspired by a lot of solar punk um, videos out there, a lot of build, a lot of buildings that uh, go along that side. If you look at uh, Singapore and all of its beautiful environmental agriculture and, and architecture it has, you'll be inspired as well. Like I, I definitely implore people to go and look more into it. Uh, solar punk is something new. Well, not new, but it, it's an idea that's been there for a bit. And uh, I kind of want to bring it a bit more forward, especially now during the age of people trying to be more renewable about their energy uh, expenditure and, uh, you know, living more a, a more green life. Um, I, I really think that's great. So I want to kind of bring that message across with my own style of building and etc. But I really do want to test myself and push myself to become a better content creator and um, improve my skills yeah nice so talking of content creators then who are some of the other interrealms uh, members that you really enjoy watching their videos i watch everyone's video okay uh when that little notification comes up i am one of the first people that likes to just like ah you know because i have i've uh, i'm very lucky to say that i have a lot of uh, extra time sometimes to be able to do that, a lot of uh, other interrealmers, of course, have nine to five jobs. It's very tough for them. Time zones tough for them as well. But when a new video comes out, I like to watch them. But I've gathered so much inspiration from um, Jurassic's Cubsy and yourself. Like when I watch their videos, um, and I know that's basically almost everybody. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like you might as well say everyone. But at the same time, it's like I've gathered so much inspiration from. Uh, their building styles and I I've never really tried building out so much compared to this year I've never done really big buildings I do not do big buildings I like building smaller buildings I like building them in, in thematics and atmospheric styles I do not enjoy building huge buildings but when I watch uh, was watching Cubsy's palace that he has built and uh, some of his editing styles um, and same with with Jurassic's, I really get inspired on the building side, right? When I watch Lee's videos, I get inspired on the silly side, like so much. Like, dude, the guy's fishing out of the end, my dude. Like, what what do you expect? What fish are you gonna expect to pull out of there? And if you do expect to pull out anything, are you really sure that it's not gonna kill you along the way? You know, um, 
that's a really big risk. So <laughs> I'm glad he was wearing his armor. But yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. It's those silly moments that I like to include in my videos as well because I get inspired by the other interrealmers to do something similar. And then you inspire me a lot with the cinematic style. Like I, you know, there's often, like I often talk to you about, oh, you did this in your video. How did you do this? You know, I'm trying to learn because those types of things are really, really cool. And um, I can I can implement something similar in a future video because the more we learn together, the stronger we all are, right? And that's how I take it um, generally when, when looking at other people's videos. It's like, what can I learn today and how much fun did I have? Like uh, I said this to you last week, I've had the most fun watching your videos because <laughs> especially your, your last two videos, they put me on an escape room feeling. I had to go and dis uh, go and find a website to, you know, uh, decipher your hidden messages in there. And my dude, I've I've enjoyed it so much. It reminds me a lot of one of my favorite streamers uh, that I like to watch from time to time that has nothing to do with Minecraft is Doctor Disrespect. He has this production value in his streams and. He has this thing where he likes to hide, like over a month, a period of six months, he likes to hide these hidden messages and you have to figure out everything and you have to keep watching every time. Uh, and then at the six month one, if you're one of the people that could figure out the whole message, then you get like a prize. And that's how I feel. Like, I feel like you're challenging me beyond uh, just the video to do action and I am loving it. So yeah, I take inspiration from everyone, but those are definitely the ones that stand out to me at the moment. Well, I can honestly say that uh, everyone on Interrealms has absolutely loved having you here, part of our little family, part of our group. We all definitely get a kick and some inspiration out of your videos. And um, all I can say personally is also thank you for taking part in this interview here today. Um, and I hope some of the viewers as well have got to see the real Swing Pie. Because obviously, when we're making content, we have a character. Um, you, and sometimes yeah. you don't always get to see the person behind that character. Um, so yeah, thank you for agreeing to, to do this interview so we can get to know the, the real Sweeney. I appreciate it. I, it was lovely being here and being able to answer your questions. Awesome. Well, everyone, we hope you've enjoyed the, this interview of Notice Me Sweeney Pie. Link to Sweeney's channels and socials will be in the description below of this podcast. Don't forget, if you would like to learn some more about Interrealms, or interact with us, or even watch, catch more of our videos, don't forget to head to our Discord. Again, link in the description. But with that, we're going to bring this uh, interview today to a close, and we hope to see you around the Interrealms. Sayonara! Sorry, Trash. You're going to have to repeat that question to me. I yeah. forgot where I was going with this thought. Everyone what listening. Was the question? Just repeat that. Everyone ah, listening. Here's a classic example of when Ocean Clan gets together why it takes us three hours to record, record a five minute clip.